Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Variety, celebrating more than 115 years covering the business of entertainment, this is the Award Circuit Podcast. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, we'll be talking about this year's Oscars for a long time to come. I'm Michael Schneider, and on this episode of the Variety Awards Circuit Podcast, it's a mega edition of our Awards Circuit Roundtable, as we look at what happened on stage after Will Smith smacked Chris Rock and no one knew how to react. It's all anyone wants to talk about, and we've got the latest from the reaction inside the Dolby Theater to the ongoing fallout days later. And of course, we also dive deep into this year's history-making winners, including the major victory by Apple, which became the first streamer to land the Best Picture Prize thanks to Coda. It's all next on this special Oscars wrap-up edition of the award-winning Variety Award Circuit Podcast. Stay close. The Academy hired three women to host because it's cheaper than hiring one man. <laughs> we're going to have a great night uh, tonight, and for you people in Florida, we're going to have a gay night. Gay, 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 So to anybody who has ever questioned your identity, ever, 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 or find your, you find yourself living in the gray spaces, I promise you this, there is indeed a place for us. Thank you to the Academy, and thank you all. I just wanted to say that this is dedicated to the deaf community, the CODA community, and the disabled community. This is our moment. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people and to be a river to my people. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my, all my fellow nominees. Thank you, uh, uh, Hope Yang Academy invites me back. Thank you. <laughs> I love directing because it's a deep dive into story, yet the task of manifesting a world can be overwhelming. The sweet thing is, I'm not alone. And in times like this, I think of Tammy, and I'm inspired by her radical acts of love. We've talked about love a lot tonight. And I'm inspired by her compassion. I see it as a guiding principle that leads us forward. And it connects us all in the desire that we want to be accepted for who we are, accepted for who we love, and to live a life without the fear of violence or terror. Thank, thank you to the Academy for 
letting our Coda make history tonight. The incredible uh, team at Apple TV. They've been absolutely amazing from, from day one. And, and really, we're able to basically put this movie everywhere in the world. All right, everybody. So that happened. Hey, everyone. I'm Michael Schneider, along with Janelle Riley. Wait, you need to introduce yourself as Oscar pool winning Michael Schneider. Yes. Yes. Bested a bunch of professionals and prognosticators. Yeah, clearly I do pay attention to this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm the only one here who pays attention to this podcast. Right, you did better than all of us. <laughs> so, yes. what, what, what was your final score? I got um, 20 out of 23. No, that was Mike. What, what did Mike win with? Oh, 21 out of 23. What did you get wrong? I just beat you by one, Jazz Tank. He did no time to die. No, That's... he did no time to die. But he also got the queen of basketball. So Damn short. good for you, Mike Schneider. Well played. <laughs> and Clayton Davis is here too. So it's lots of him. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling feeling good, I guess. That was a show. So you should. you're a rich man now after winning yeah. that Oscar pool. <laughs> That's cool. It's millions of dollars. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, um, can I just say my as for my first Oscar ceremony, I went to some Academy people and said, uh, listen, this is my first Oscars. I'd like to thank you for making this obviously the most memorable one that I could ever have, because obviously this is all planned all along to make this just for you. Just for me. So thank <laughs> yeah. you for that. Yeah. Well, why don't we start with that elephant in the room? Because it's, uh, you know, by the time people hear this on Tuesday, it'll still be the only thing we're talking about. This this story has legs as we're recording. Will Smith has put out his quote unquote apology. Um, but, uh, you know, nonetheless, I feel like as the day has been going on, uh, the, the, the definite mood has been uh, turning more and more against Will over really? what happened on Sunday night. That's so well, interesting. I feel like maybe it's just because the room I was in last night, everybody was so, everybody mm. just felt bad for Chris Rock, especially seeing, mm. you know, someone get two standing ovations after just slapping him in front of millions. And it, it felt like today um, people were being more sympathetic towards Will, but that's, that's in my bubble. You all tell me what you're experiencing. In the bubble of the room, in the bubble of the governor's yeah. words, you know what's funny? I've never had so many professional people in Hollywood ask me, like, if he cleaned himself, if he cleaned it up in his speech, like, saying, like, did he do enough? Is this like done now? Like, it was like complete. It was like utter spin. It was like a night from publicists, from actual starlets and stuff. Um, starlets, starlets. Star, we're going with starlets. <laughs> That's where I am. There's starlets. Wow, Tinsel, it's Tinseltown, baby. It's Tinseltown. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Jessica Rabbit came up to me. Oh uh, no, so. Uh, I think what my what the feeling is that we're going to be divided for all time. Just uh, Jessica, Janelle, and I were on a space today for Variety. Just two hours ago, really. Just two hours ago, <laughs> and this will be Team Jacob, Team uh, Edward for all time. Like really? there will there will never be a consensus on who's in the wrong because what the consensus was in the room was either Will is a jerk or. Like he, I wish he didn't do it, but Chris totally deserved it. I think everyone wishes he didn't do it, you know, except for, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe some very dark. No, people. no, that's the good. Yeah. The consensus <laughs> definitely is that like we yeah. wish, like someone said, I wish he had either cursed from his chair or someone said, or slapped him and then just sat down and didn't say anything. You couldn't yeah. have both. Um, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. was interesting. Yeah. That's actually a really good point because then a lot of people would still be wondering if it was a bit. But when yes. he shouted, yeah, I mean, like, yep. oof, boy. I, it's so you know, uncomfortable to watch, yeah. like, yeah. afterwards. And I was yeah. like, oh, and yeah. yet I watched it, like, ten times. It's because horrible. we wound it like this is a Bruder film. We were we were trying to figure it all out. But I know you couldn't do that in the room. <laughs> well, did, like, the impression I got, because I was covering it backstage in the virtual press room, was that nobody knew if it was, like, a stunt and then two minutes later on Twitter, it was like, wait, that wasn't a stunt. That was right. real. Because then I think the video of the uncensored video from Australia surfaced later on. This is why, Janelle, we watched it 20 billion times. Thank you, Down Under. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Then there was another version that came out of the Japan. Japanese version, which also subtitled it. Right. <laughs> Oh, look well, at them being inclusive for us. I like that. Thank you. Well, but also because the slap looked staged, the way uh, Chris Rock reacted with sort of yeah. like his sharp move, it, it almost seemed like an acted out. And, and so for, for those of us here watching at home, everything was bleeped out. It, it took it a long time. It looks much faster on television. Like, the, like yeah. watching it back and then versus in the moment, it really looked like, yeah, it, it just, like I'm surprised. I'm almost surprised that Chris stood on was able to stand on his feet. I am too. Honestly. Because yeah, he because Will's shook. a big guy, you know, and Chris is you know not you know he's not big. So I was shocked that he was able to stand on his feet because and also credit given to him for not like I I was talking about this. I don't know how I would have reacted if someone slapped me, but I don't think I could just like take the hit and oh, then no. then walk away from it. I would so, have burst into tears on the spot. Yeah. I would not have known what to do. Like, even that he was like talking back to him. I just feel like I would have been like, uh, I don't know. It, like, it, it could have been so much worse, like in yeah. a moment. Like, well, that's I mean, really could have been he, he was able to go back and, and sort of, you know, still, yeah. you know, read the teleprompter yep. and then open the envelope. And, and evidently, Questlove won an Oscar right after that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no I don't know if idea. anyone heard. Like, well, Chris I, Rock, I mean, obviously, has probably had to deal with his share of hecklers doing stand-up, but I doubt anything yeah. like this has ever happened in front of a global audience. Yeah. I just feel so sorry for Questlove because that was such a great moment. And it rippled through into the press room because nobody wanted to talk about anything after that. Questlove comes in. He's the first one there. And it's like, this guy just won an Oscar. And the first question he's asked is, what just happened? And you know, I think were you you were in the room during Envelope Gate, right? No, where no, I was not actually that, oh. that year. Yeah, yeah, the year before, I believe I was there. But because yeah, people were asking the question, and it was like you know people were willing to answer it, but this time it was just like nobody even could comprehend what had just happened. They yeah. didn't even talk about it. But it, it was so crazy where I was, and it was so divided in the moment, and everyone was yeah. like, and then my phone. People start texting me who are inside the show, you know, who nominees who are like, did that play out on television? And I was like, yeah, but it was, you know, muted. So we couldn't really tell what was going on. And I was like, was it fake? And they're like, didn't feel fake. And the whole mood in here has shifted. Yeah. Clayton, what was that mood like in the room? Like, what was that shift and how soon it, did it sort of take over? It, it like instantaneous and it's the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life. And I grew up in the Bronx where fights <laughs> happen all the time. <laughs> And I was like squirming in my, like in my chair, like I couldn't function. Like I couldn't pay attention to anything. It was just like, what? Like, cause every time it was commercial break, we bolted to the balcony. Like, cause we couldn't get to the actual floor because they had put only nominees on that floor, which by the way, probably blessing in disguise because everyone yeah. swarmed them. Yeah. Um, but then everyone was just staring at him, taking video, like because his yeah. publicist. When I say the publicist is Superman, like Clark Kent himself came in, swooped in in front of him. Then we saw like Tiffany Haddish uh, go to Jada. We saw Denzel take Will off to the side. Jay Z stood up as like right around the yell, and I think he was like standing up to say like squash it, like be done. I don't even remember Diddy taking the stage like that, like a blank. And then it was all pins and needles until Will won. And then, then more we, pins and needles. <laughs> then, we, then we were all like, because at first I really thought that there, were, there wasn't going to be an applause. I didn't know how people were reacting. I didn't know if people were going to boo or whatever. So he still got a standing ovation, all that stuff. And then when he started with Richard Williams was a fierce fighter of his family everyone went ooh in the in the i don't know if you guys heard it on tv everyone's like ooh like crazy and yeah. then, then i was like shut up everyone <laughs> like, <laughs> let, him, let him speak it was I, five minutes i'm honestly surprised that the academy allows phones in the in the room because i saw so much footage of guests you're not yeah <laughs> i was sure you weren't and these people do it every no. year and they still get invited back and it i mean on one hand i'm glad because of course i'm watching that stuff there's no but, like how would they what would they have done like what they all yell at everyone everyone get off your phone like no we're stopping the show no i mean they're already going over screenings 
confiscated yeah. at, at the Oscars, for God's sakes. Oh, don't give him ideas, Janelle. Shush. I, I went to the Bridgerton <laughs> experience the other day and they confiscated my phone. Yeah, they, they have those pouches that you can stick it in yes. and you can't use it. I've been I would have ripped it open to shreds. I would have <laughs> clawed through it. There's well, my, no way you would have kept me from My favorite, phone. watching later in the show when you would have, I think it was when Kevin Costner was up there speaking and there was like this obvious shot of Andrew Garfield just like on his phone and I'm sure he was Googling what was yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like for hours. Like Kevin I was on my Kevin Costner's intro. Hours long. Yeah. yeah. Like intro. Oh, yeah. So I don't blame Andrew Garfield so for like being yeah. like, I don't have time yeah. for this. Well, yes, I'm not going to cast stones against anyone on ev- their phones. <laughs> I we could I we could see from where we were sitting, everyone on their phones and on Twitter, because it had trended like uh, what just happened was trending. Yeah. Like, I love it that. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, just said in big in big capital letters. What just happened? Trending on Twitter. Yeah, but I mean, I, so I was going to say, I, I I feel like I mean, Will did not do himself any favors with that acceptance speech. I mean, I think that just made it worse. And you know what? It made me feel really bad once again for the Williams sisters. Who, let's face it. This was a shitty Oscar season for them. They didn't yeah. ask for this, you know, for, for, you know, the, the Jane Campion thing to happen. And then for this to happen, it's like, come on, people. You'll notice Jane Campion yeah. had a speech written down. Yes. You read from that paper. Yeah. Um, so here's a read of the, of the speech. A lot of people feel like, it was redeemed in the moment in terms of like the moment wasn't like completely tarnished, but it did nothing for what would happen the next day. Ergo, when we're recording today, ergo, exactly what's happening right now. It's it like it was able to just like put it into perspective. And I think the the crux of that was what he said when he said what Denzel just told him was at your highest moment, the devil will come for you. And everyone was like, oh, like. Like we kind like not saying that we condone, but it was kind of like you know, damn. It, and it it was it was really it was such a horrible moment because here you are the fifth black man to win this category, chasing this your entire life. You're about to, you know, make his you know a part of history again. And the fact that a streamer won Best Picture, and we have yet to mention this on this podcast, is <laughs> bananas. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll, we'll get bananas. to all that. We'll get to the actual stats No, but it just proves the point. Like, it's not yeah. even the first thing that comes. Like, we're like, so let's talk about the Oscars. Will Smith yeah. smacks somebody. Less than an hour ago, Will Smith released his apology slash statements. Um, I'm trying to gauge the temperature. This will evolve change by tomorrow morning, I'm sure. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I I thought it was a good statement. Yeah, I, I, a quick thing. A lot of people have been asking, like, why wasn't he removed from the ceremony? And that's what well, a lot of variety will tell you. Thank you, Matt Donnelly. Yes, Matt uh, Donnelly did a wonderful story. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, but the most the most evident thing, which is clearly in there, is shock. Like you're in the last hour of the show. You're about to run over the ergo eight categories, and before it doesn't work, let's change that. So the fact that that was all like, what could you do? Like, it would be bananas. I don't well, know how you could. I yeah, feel like uh, Clayton may have gotten a word a day calendar and today's word is ergo. Yes. <laughs> it is ergo. Because I have such little sleep. It's such a great oh, word. It is a good word. I like, but, uh, I also like vis-a-vis. Go ahead. But, but, but you're right in that also, like, you know, everyone knew that he was going to win. So the optics too, of removing him and then him not being there when he did win, uh, you know, there just wasn't enough time for, for really the Academy and, and for the producers to really figure out, okay, what are we doing here? And, you know, maybe it did feel sort of in the moment, like things had diffused a little bit. People were joking about it. I mean, Diddy. Let's let's talk about it for a second. I I, I got a lot of uh, uh, reaction on on Twitter for this because it's like if you went back in time to 1996 <laughs> and you told someone that Will Smith was going to be on stage uh, smacking someone and Diddy was going to be the voice of reason, you would have been like, "What sort of bizarro world?" It's the upside the down. Future. Thank you, Stranger. Thank you, Stranger Things for yeah. like we're here. But Diddy like, did diffuse it, and then also Amy Schumer's line was great. Like, oh, they needed to address it, and that was the yeah. best. Yeah, I think yeah. that was like, but like 
also probably the funniest thing of the of the night like it was just really like it was just it put such a calm but then but then weirdly uh kind of undone by the kirsten dunst people are filler. really upset about yeah. that i was pretty sure I, kirsten dunst was in on it I yeah, know, i'm sure she so. was it yeah, just i thought it was I, funny i, it I, I was, don't know why people were upset about that it's I a think, joke think, of course think, he she knows who kirsten i think dunst i think because it came right after will People were like, please yeah. don't get into a fight. Like, this isn't Bingo. funny. Bingo. Yeah. We like, can't... let's not, let's not risk it. Yeah, like, like, ergo, yeah. let's pull this joke. Ergo, stop this. <laughs> right, right. You know? You're disrespecting someone else's wife. Yeah. Maybe it's, this is not the night to keep, uh, have, yeah. I get it. I get it. But I think, uh, yeah, it was, it, this was a different situation. So it was. <laughs> What a bananas. Yeah. bananas Clayton and I were maybe. joking earlier that maybe she should have picked someone like super iconic, like Judy Dench or, yeah, like, or like Rita Moreno or something. Yeah, yeah to pretend Beyonce. not to know who they were. That, yeah, that that I feel like maybe would have felt as like I just think whatever. they should have cut bait at that point after like it was it was yeah. Yeah. nobody's fault but like it just read the room well so clayton you wrote a story about the history uh of this situation, the fact that there is history between Chris Rock and the Smiths. Yeah. Uh, and, and that informs sort of what went on on Sunday night. Yeah. I mean, like, so what's reported on Variety is that, you know, they are, you know, when Chris hosted the Oscars, the first year of Oscars So White, uh, Chris made a joke during the opening monologue about Jada and says, you know, Jada was going to boycott the Oscars and his, I'm paraphrasing here, you know, you can't boycott something you weren't invited to i'm not saying that's where it started but obviously like it's surrounding that and then there's evidently been jokes told throughout the years now i don't want to say i don't want this i don't want to blame regina hall for anything in life except being perfect but i do think like opening of the box was the bit that she did when she called all the guys on stage and then she said to uh, Will, I talked to Jada, you can come up here, obviously referencing the ongoing question about an open marriage or not that's been out there in the tabloids. Yeah. And he like he he shrugged it off and laughed and everyone kind of laughed at it. But I, I just felt like that was like if there was a fuse like lit, like yeah. I felt like that could have contributed to it. Yeah. But yeah. But but based on their uh History. I, I I think this was definitely not a momentary thing. This obviously has been going on for some time. And I, I saw a debate on Twitter and they were like, you know, what would he have done if it was Ricky Gervais up there? And Ricky Gervais made the crack. Would he have gone up and slapped him? And I was like, well, probably not because it would like, he probably would have said something. But if that was the first time Ricky Gervais ever made a wisecrack about him and they never spoke before, I don't, this, that his reaction showed deeper than the moment. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It, it's it's all about context. Um, so then we you know jump to the after parties where Will Smith is out at Vanity Fair dancing, having a good time, singing along to his songs. So so here's what's really wrong with that part. Besides the optics of it, is that he didn't go to the governor's ball and didn't take. I haven't seen them yet. Unless someone correct me. Has anyone seen the four acting photos that we take every year? I've only seen he, three of them. And he's Are not in three? them. So that means he left and then went to Vanity Fair. And I think the optics of that are terrible because it's like you don't want to face like, you know, whatever. Like, I think that was I think it was just obviously messed up. And then like having a good time, it just didn't look well at all. And listen, we should never condone violence. And whether people are going to be team well about it or not, I think if he had apologized to Chris in his speech, even though we all would have known it wasn't real, like that he was just like saying it to say it, I think it would have done him a good yeah. amount of service. Yeah. Yeah. From what I understand, so after they, when they present best actress, actor, Everybody has to be back in their seat for best picture, right? That's from, I don't think that's changed. Yeah. So, and then that's when everybody comes back for their photos and for the interview room. I believe, according to, I think it was Carl Buchanan that posted it, um, he left right after, which is why we don't, we haven't seen any photos of him. Right after best picture Oscar. or right after his win? 
after Best Picture. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Which is why we haven't seen those pictures anywhere with him and Jessica, Ariana, and Troy. No, yeah. Well, then also, just when I was at the governor's ball, uh, I caught up with uh, the Oscar-nominated producers of King Richard, Tim White and Trevor White, who are just delightful, and, oh. Reynaldo, and Reynaldo Marcus Green, who's also just a lovely human, and not thanked during Will's speech because of, you know, obvious reasons of him being a little sidetracked. But, you know, I, I was watching in social media a lot of people saying, you know, obviously this shows that he's a violent man and yada, yada. And that is not shared among the people who worked with him closely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reynaldo, and I quoted that in my, in my piece, you know, he says he's worked with him for two years and he has never even seen him raise his voice. And then, you know, Tim and Trevor White were just obviously just confused and also a little upset that it just got like sucked out of the room, like their their joy and what they were celebrating. So I think that's, you know, whatever you think about anyone, there's obviously, you know, there was a lot of weight in what he was saying, what God's calling on him to do. It, it doesn't, um, doesn't justify anything, but you just don't know what's going on with people. And also, in, I, I, my sister made a really good point. I'm going to quote my sister here. Jada Pinkett has t- spoken about having alopecia. And she said that publicly. But we really don't know. Like, for all we know, it's, God forbid, knock on wood, cancer. And you're making a crack about it. Again, not just by his reaction, but you never know what someone is going through. And to make a joke about it on a global scale, not even national, global scale, with their husband sitting there. And I always put myself in and that seat if it was jessica or mike if it was maria like i, I mean i i don't know if i could stay in my seat and i that's an honest my honest human uh answer reaction yeah yeah i mean it's kind we of get a, it clayton i'm single <laughs> but it, if, it, it's, if it was you janelle i would get up too it, it's it's a little bit of a case of like you know why do we need to be on either team because they both uh, you know, a, wrong. A, a pox yeah. on both their houses because yeah. let's let's not forget. I mean, that's a hacky. I mean, GIJ to make a GI oh Jane God, joke so in twenty twenty two. I mean, that's hacky. That's a yeah. bad joke to begin with. And then B, uh, as a lot of people have pointed out, you know, uh, uh, Chris Rock has produced a film about black hair and black mm-hmm. women's hair, and and that you know to to then just go and make a crack about a black woman's hair. Is like what? What are you doing? It's yep. it's not even a, a good crack. What 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 are we doing here? So yeah, it, it's kind of a, a pox on both their houses to some degree. I uh, both you know need to look in the mirror today, and hopefully they both are. I mean, um, yeah, not to be too Pollyanna about it, but I just hope everyone's okay. Yeah, um, you know, I hope Will is okay, and I hope Chris is okay, and I hope that all those people who won last night, you know. Still, no, nobody won. Nobody won last night. It's, it's all over. But actually, <laughs> I just, so much one last one last question though, because it, it's a thing in here uh, that Diddy had reported to Page Six that the feud is over. They squashed it, but it doesn't seem like that <laughs> based on just some conversations that are happening in the world. Yeah, yeah. So, I, Page Six, man, <laughs> has anyone literally seen Chris Rock since this happened? Like if no, there are photos of him leaving the Oscars or I, you know, I don't know. I think I there, way. there was a photo of him at one of the after parties. I think at, um, oh. I, I forget whose party, but, but apparently he was somewhere at some Ooh, point. I don't know if I could go to a, like, so put myself in Chris Rock shoes. I don't think I could go to a party afterwards. Yeah. Like yeah, just, just go home. Yeah. Cry. Like it's like, uh, well, yeah, I wouldn't cry. Well, yeah, but I might cry. It would depend. I don't know. Like, like I got but, heckled at a and a back in December and I'm still seeing a therapist about it. Aww. Like, I don't Wait, know how who you recover. Would yeah. heckle you yeah. and why and give yeah. me that name. I will slap when, them in the face. Yeah. If I actually, <laughs> if I actually told you, you would, yeah. you would laugh. Yeah. I'm just going to um, say this. It was a nun. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, um, but okay. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think I what I feel who I feel really bad for is Sonia Sydney, Demi Singleton, Anjanu Ellis, and everyone else is going to have projects coming up for the next like six to eight months, and everyone's going to ask them about it. And then <laughs> Apple is going to transition, Mike, who won Best Picture and their next big awards contender, Emancipation, starring Will <laughs> Smith. Love it, yeah. love it. You can't <laughs> write this. And I can you believe like they. 
can spike the ball yesterday, but then are like, we have to cautiously spike the ball because shit's about to get real. Like, yeah, but you know, on balance, it's still good to be Apple. It's still yeah. good to be Apple TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, is. they did not have, they didn't exist, what, three, four years ago? Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and now look at them. They and have now they Emmys have an Oscar. But tell you what, we're going to, we're going to pause right now uh, and uh, take a break and we'll come back and we'll actually talk about, oh, I don't know, the actual Oscars and not what <laughs> has happened on the show. But for now, from Los Angeles, this is the Award Circuit Podcast. All right, and we're back. It's the Award Circuit Podcast. I'm Michael Schneider with Clayton Davis, Jazz Tankage, Janelle Riley. We're talking about these Oscars. So let's actually get to what happened with the awards. First off, um, I, I will do a victory dance once again. Won the, the variety office pool, so I'm feeling pretty good right about now. Taking us to dinner with all that money you made. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's take clean for sushi. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, as, as much as I want to crow, it probably was also one of the more predictable, uh, Oscars this year. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was like, I saw somebody tweet, I was having the same thought and I saw somebody say like, you know, all those people who bought into the last second whispers about Penelope Cruz or power of the dog. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be business as usual. And it was, I was mostly surprised that all four acting winners from SAG repeated, because SAG and Oscars did not have so much on five acting. Well, I guess if you, I don't really think ensemble equals. I, I count it. Yeah, that's like it's like only happened this fifth time in history. Listen, I know a guy who was like uh, really going on a limb predicting Penelope Cruz. Can you imagine? Me too. Can Listen, you imagine? What a maroon. I go. <laughs> I stand by that she's she was number two, and I think Jessica narr- narrowly pulled it out. You don't like. That surge was real. It was there. I think she was number two. And I think Jane Campion needs to thank the Oscar gods that Denis Villeneuve was snubbed for director because I think Power of the Dog would have went Oscar-less yesterday. Wow. Can you imagine? Ooh. I think By it would for 12. I know like people like are, you know, feeling bad for Netflix or the opposite, which is grosser, like kind of like excited that they didn't do as well as they thought, but winning best director is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Like again, Netflix didn't exist a few years ago in terms of original filmmaking and, you know, not, not to do the whole, it's an honor just being nominated, but they're, you know, they're doing really well out there in those races. And yeah. they won best director for Jane Campion too. Yes. Which that's is huge. Massive. Two, so two women obviously. in a row. Yep. What is this quality? Hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Maybe about? in another 94 years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Apple stats broken everywhere. Just like they're all broken. And what's the worst part is that people are going to think this is the norm and everyone's going to be predicting absurd, is. absurd best picture. I think it is. Winners right. I think stats are practically meaningless because the voting body has changed no. so much. They still and mean something. that more. And every time I hear a stat, it's always like, this never happens except for in this year and this year, but only those two times. Oh yeah. So yes, you use it as a, as your guiding light, but it is not, but you still use them. Like you don't predict like a, a stat breaker very far out. And, and Coda, by the way, like I, if I predicted it for best picture, let's say in October, I would have never predicted it without director and an editing nomination. Yeah. Well, like I would have done that. In our videos, I was predicting it as you know, being one of the nominees and yeah. one of the top contenders, but I so sure was sure that Sean Hader would yeah. be looped into yeah. that. And all these other, I thought it would, you know, in order to get that nomination, it was going to do really well below the line. It's just one of those things that I think kind of caught on later. I, well, I think it, this was a, also a, I would say victim or our uh, advantage of timing because let's say we hadn't gotten postponed because of the late surge of, of Omicron like everything's in its regular stated places. Is it Coda still in the end? I don't know. Maybe. Wow. So the producers should have thanked Omicron on stage <laughs> on Sunday. Ooh, it was yeah. Omicron all along. That yeah. still wouldn't have been the worst thing said at the <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> Regardless, it would have been 
crazy. Yeah. By the way, I guess in memoriam happened too, by the way, because I've never not oh cared gosh. so much about in memoriam because everyone was down in their phones. I just noticed they left out Bob Saget. Did they? Yeah. No, that was the cool. one people were talking about the most. Yeah. Um and Ed Asner, which surprised me. That, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was a a, a well done in memoriam. I like that it wasn't so maudlin this year. It was you know, I did too. So sort of like a celebration, you know, it yeah. doesn't always need to be you know, just a sad Sarah McLaughlin song. Um, Appreciate puppies on stage, though. Thank you, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, that was <laughs> great. And and some love for for Betty White. Um, yeah. Yep. But, but yeah, yeah, a lot of people were like sort of offended by the choice of spirit in the sky. And I was like, I don't know who I'm mostly Irish. So we like to celebrate and, you know, honor people when they pass away and make noise. So, like, I don't know who came up with the idea that it always had to be, like, maudlin and, you know, kind of quiet and, I guess I would say, respectful. Like, right, I, I we're, we're celebrating these people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if, and if they want an idea of how Irish celebrate at Wakes, they can go and watch Belfast <laughs> and see Jamie Dawn and sing Everlasting Love at the Wake. By the way, um, Kenneth Branagh, after eight nominations, finally oh. an Oscar winner. Yeah. yeah. Such a good world to live in. Yeah. Yeah. I Riz, Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed, also Riz an Oscar. Riz. Even though I didn't get to hear the full speech from his co winner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can we talk about yeah. eight categories now? Can we just get into that real fast? Just do that. Sitting yeah. through Golden Hour, also a terrible name. <laughs> uh, and seeing it clipped into the show at first, I was like, oh, this maybe isn't that bad. And then everyone's stuff started getting clipped and yeah. cut out completely. And I was like, oh, this sucks like we thought it was going to happen. So, yeah, not it. Three hours is still not the answer. We must expand upon that and go on to streaming. As long as you fight that, this, like you're going to live. I think this is like around 15 million. I think this is now their new norm. They're going to mm-hmm. bob between 10 and 15 until like forever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Can I, I remember. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. I was just going to say the best example. Or of like, you know, why the clips. So Joe Walker's speech, right? In the yep. golden hour, his full speech was amazing. That's what and I heard. What he said at the beginning about his kids. And then you watch the live telecast and you see them edit Joe Walker. And it's like, wait, that is not the same speech he gave like three hours oh. ago. And the it's irony just not of making... giving a bad edit to the best editing winner. Exactly. I was just like, oh, and then with Riz Ahmed, they only showed his speech. They didn't show the directors. So, yeah, that. Did you get them cuts... in the press room, Jazz? Were you watch? No. Were you able to watch it? Oh, okay. No, no, I... they, they they didn't show the Golden Hour to press in the back. So only people in the room saw it. Yeah. So I think the hope they I, they had said that you know our no one's gonna get shortchanged. We're gonna try not to clip anyone's stuff. But if they didn't feed it to the back, then no one would know that. It would be up to the right. people in the room to let the world know that they clipped stuff out. So here Speaking I am. Of, was <laughs> that was that room full or did they have to have a lot of seat fillers because people were still on the red carpet? Or were there uh, empty seats during that hour? Like some people, like I know Ariana DeBose came in after the first block of winners, which was like sound or whatever that was. There were people that were com- coming in, they, they were staggering it. But there were a lot of people that were like, a lot of people were inside. Yeah. Not Michael yeah. Schneider though, because he was winning an Oscar bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. It does feel like um, as the night went on and the show was getting long, they clipped those much more. Uh, you know, the the first couple of those pre taped speeches, it seemed like they showed the entire speech, and then mm-hmm. yeah, for whatever yeah. reason, the show started going long, and uh, you know, I don't know where you could have cut. I mean, there wasn't any. There wasn't any like wacky pre-tape stuff oh oh, oh, oh 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 here is oh I, i'll give it to you don't do bruno it was shoehorned in there like and it wasn't even bruno because you did this whole other thing it was the remix with meg yeah. the stallion which <laughs> yeah very which, controversial which, very controversial like okay fine you want megan the stallion sure but not like it was so out of place and you should just attach it to dos Origuitas then in the end or let it open the show also, pre-taped Beyonce performance, still not cool. Like, it also stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because yeah. I didn't know it was pre-taped until just a couple hours ago. <laughs> I feel like a big idiot. 
I was yeah. like, because I was I was looking at Sanaya Sydney on the screen, yeah, and, that, and, then it, I look, yeah. and then I looked down, and I said, "Oh, look at Sanaya down there." Not no, like, huh. was no Beyonce way. there? She was in there. the audience. Okay, because I know Jay Z was, but I weirdly she didn't see there. Beyonce. Because wasn't there a whole conversation about how they were going to shoot it before the ceremony and have like Beyonce and Will Smith and everybody escorted down like from Compton to the Dolby? That's a cool then, idea. Yeah, no, it wasn't, yeah. but they used the pre-record because I think some, I saw one tweet saying like, wait, it was really windy that day and you can kind of see it in, in that performance. And I was like, all yeah, I'm saying can- is if Sparks had been nominated mm-hmm. for so yeah. many starts, they would have done it live. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it came down to, well, Beyonce wanted to do it pre-tape because they wanted to make sure the production value was, was at the, the right level. And you, it's, you, know, you you can't predict if you're going to shoot something all the way down in Compton, that yeah. they would have been able to get to the Dolby in time. And, this is and, true. And, and crowd it, control. Like, yeah. it, like it wouldn't, like, yeah, it would have been bad. That would. I mean, speaking of Clayton, did someone drop you off at the Oscars? Or did you park uh, somewhere, or how does it work? Does like so Jessica like you, no, send you no, off with a sack lunch? And- yeah, I had, I had Jessica drop me off. <laughs> um, no, uh, I had a car because I did the ABC pre-show for five and a half hours, uh, and had a car bring me there. But you, they did, they did give you a parking pass to park um, there That's if you wanted to. Hollywood and Highland. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Okay, so they, cl- they they closed the garage in the mall, and then the you- year I actually went, we were stuck on Highland in our car waiting to turn onto Hollywood and like, and, and you were there for like a, an hour, I want to say. And it was funny because you'd look over in the car next to you, like Michael Fassbender was sitting there, <laughs> just like staring <laughs> at the road. Like you look to the, you know, you look over to the other side of you and like, you know, Steve McQueen's there, like trying to be patient. And yeah, it's like everybody's stuck in this gridlock because it takes so long just to get to the corner to get out of the car. Yeah. yeah. It's escalated gridlock. And it's so funny because I have a house faces fountain. And you could see, like, oh, clearly you're going to, like, it's just a fleet of escalades. And somebody figured out they could come down our street. And it was like, oh, somebody's just finished the, the Oscars because that's, like, I wonder who's in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, like, super late. It was like, wow. Okay. I yeah. did think about track because my friend who lives in West Hollywood, I was going to pick her up. And then I was like, nope. No. I know just, what's going on over there. Just yeah, she'd go, yeah. go on foot. Um, well, let's talk about... Clayton's wardrobe first off. Yes. I mean, looking looking sharp on that's uh, the, last, oh my the last of the jackets. I have a finite number of coats, man. And this was like I'm recycling for Emmys. Like never ever doing any like I don't know how women, how do you do it? How, how does this uh renttherunway.com? Yes, we need that for men because there's not one for that. I'm actually surprised do they, they don't have one. I wow. think yeah, I, no, I think you can do that for men too. I think Rent the, the Runway does not well. Oh, okay, let me rephrase. You don't have it for um, people who are larger muscled, like myself. <laughs> larger <laughs> muscle. I'm gonna say larger muscles and not larger, um, you know, wider than sometimes needed. This is so, a similar yeah. complaint I have is that I'm very limited on what I can use on rent yeah. runway. So I do I purchase a lot from mod cloth, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, try to repurpose them as dresses I can I can wear again. And it's not like anybody's looking at me and saying, wait, she wore that in 2016. So I'm off the hook. My secret oh. is I just wear black, like Brilliant. tons of black t-shirts. Say I'll buy like five or 10 of them. And the same, like I'll buy like black pants and black blazers. I learned that from publicists. So thank you to all the publicists that gave me that trick. Mm-hmm. And that's and it. That's, that's and, that's, and, and that's fashion corner. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bye. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pay much attention to the fashion this year. Was there like a standout person? Ariana on the looked. Ariana, Ariana. Looked incredible. Yeah, yeah. And I thought Tracy Ellis Ross looked like they had stunning. similar dresses. Actually, yeah, they did have similar yeah. dresses. I think. I think I was just off with the red. The red was really doing it for me this year. I thought Lupita also looked beautiful. Of course, yeah. as seen by behind Will Smith after his after her. Oh. Uh, right, smell. right. It all comes back to that. The, the, yeah. the, it's the memes now of her yeah. looking that way, sort of like. Because the first I mean, time he screams, she goes, ooh. Because I think I, I think she was even like, oh, maybe. And then when he screams it again, yeah. like, oh, no. The face is- changed. He was um, all of us in that moment. Uh, yeah. I love Jessica Chastain's Oscar dress and also the dress she wore to the after party, the yep. mermaid green, just stunning. Oh, I have not seen that. Um, here's yeah, that some was- dress also. Oh yeah, and, I, uh, and Simu Lu 
Um, I thought that his red tux. Oh, was that crazy. red. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. And he had like yeah. kind of like a metal thing on under his jacket, which made me think of his best Asian metal on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was fire. That was fire. Um, I did like Timothy Chalamet without the show. I thought that looked. What was that? that was my- no. What was that? No. I don't know. No. And oh, I'm, no. I did. The entire night he was looking for a shirt. No. Like, you so- know. You Cody Smith McPhee has been a big fashion plate this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's still so style. tall. So, such a tall boy. Um, my boy, I mean, man. Um, also, one thing I we have to give the Oscars credit for, I appreciated all the reunions. The Pulp Fiction, The White Man Can't Jump, like, yeah. on taking the stage. I think, yeah. I think that was actually a really cool little touch if they, you know, if it wasn't overshadowed by other yeah yeah and we could have used even more of those um you know the godfather was nice too although you know i always worry about pacino these days it just looks like he's you know sort of barely getting by but um i also uh, realized that francis wasn't there anyone know why francis mcdormand wasn't there because she didn't give away a best i assume francis mcdormand does what she wants Mm -hmm. so if she wasn't there it was fully (laughs) her choice Uh, and in her power that's a good point um let's talk about hosts because this was the first time that there were hosts in three years and you know i'm i i thought they did a good job i I think it's i think it's good to have hosts it you know they weren't on a ton uh but I yeah got, they disappeared after like a while that's that's normal though yeah, yeah yeah i mean some hosts do more than others i think uh i thought amy's uh uh sort of monologue after the original three of them uh did a great monologue but then amy by herself was also great and and she had some fantastic fantastic moments especially but you know all of them had some good jokes and and none of them really were too overbearing it's uh you know it's uh, these shows need hosts so i'm, I'm glad they're back to that I think we really saw in the La La Land Moonlight year how badly you need a host. Maybe they should just let Denzel host because apparently he is the the the, the peace broker for everyone. He's a, he's always going to be. <laughs> he's going to be there anywhere because he's nominated every year. So because he is man. the goat, he is, yeah. he is spectacular yep. now and forever. Yeah. Well, any other surprises, uh, Clayton? What uh, any any winners that surprised you? No. Like, no, like anything I got wrong, my number two one. So, yeah. no, this yeah. was the first yeah. year there was not like I went, oh, like during the ceremony. I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't that, it was that. <laughs> like, I think it was a surprise that there were so few surprises. Yeah, that's that yeah. If, yeah. if anything, and this was a mild one because she was great and it was probably number two, but I really thought Lynn Manuel Miranda had song this year. I, I'm yeah. so glad he didn't win though. I know because he wasn't there. And yeah. I, w- once I w- once I heard he wasn't going to be there, I was like, "No, I need him to lose. He can't. He can't. He got. <laughs> I can't. He can't. He got to not be here for you. It. Did not I, want him to egot. <laughs> not, not with him not there. I couldn't have handled yeah. unless unless I knew for sure that the academy had a TV <laughs> like camera crew outside his house. So Lin Manuel was being <laughs> smart, and his wife con- contracted COVID, and so he decided not to come. You know, yeah. he was doing the right thing, and you were going to penalize him. Yeah, Clayton wants him yeah. punished. <laughs> I, I want him to win. I want him to luxuriate in that moment. But Janelle, you ate it for the Little Mermaid. Janelle, yeah. you you were doing our the the snub story for Variety, and I, I know sure you was. you were you were struggling <laughs> to find snubs. I was surprises so because funny. you're right. It was. Very much predictable. As once we all sort of figured it was going to be Coda for Best Picture, there weren't a lot of surprises to expect. And most of my snubs say things like, or snubs and surprises say things like, "Not really a surprise since this person was predicted," but you know, would have been nicer. You know, so and so also had buzz because it really did go down. The only thing that I think kind of surprised me was, um, again, Dune winning editing just because it didn't win ASC, and I mm-hmm. and it was my heart vote. I went with Tick Tick Boom. But also, Dune winning something, not a surprise. Yeah. Six yeah. of them. Imagine Six being things. the person in, who was nominated for Dune and lost. You mean costumes <laughs> and makeup? Is that, that yeah, right? what it was? Costumes, yeah, makeup, screenplay? adapted screenplay, yeah. and picture. Yeah. Yeah. But, but good night for Dune. Good night Pretty for Dune. Good night for Dune, man. I can't, listen, we're going to return to the king him down the line. I can't wait. Like, let's get, let's yeah. get Dune two and three. Met his children, by the way, and they were fully grown. Full-grown adults, and it startled me. People are getting older these days. I don't like it. <laughs> Tell me about it. I don't you know, like well, it oh, at all. Just as a, uh, one person I ran into, I sat, I was sitting two uh, seats from, was uh, Maddie Zegler. Oh. Yeah, which is uh, just a very random person to just sit near at the Oscars. So I was just like, oh, that's Maddie. And then 
What about my business? And then Star I didn't sit next West Side Story. Yep. And then I didn't sit next door anymore once uh, the slap happened and then I moved down. You <laughs> so, moved down? Yeah, because there were empty seats like that overlook uh, that were on the front of the mez that overlooks. So since no one was sitting there, that's where my myself and Ramin moved so we could get a clearer look at Will Smith. So wait, nobody was sitting there for the whole show? No, people sat there and then they then they moved and left. Because people go to the bar yep. in, in commercial right. breaks and stuff, and then they never return. Wow. So yeah. Because those chicken tickets aren't cheap either. So that's yeah. I've never been inside the Dolby before, but also by the way, it's my first time. Really? Well, everything yeah. will every time you go there now will pale in comparison. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> if nothing <laughs> happens, it sucks. Yeah. I've never been inside the Hollywood Bowl either. I have to go. Oh my gosh, you have to go. Yeah, think, I things just went to do for the first time to the Greek. I'd never been to the Greek to do the uh, Pam and Tommy Q and A, um, and I was like, "This place is beautiful. Yeah, How yeah. have I never been here?" I have I've never been, been to the Greek. A lot of great venues in Los Angeles. They really, um, really are. Yeah, Clayton. Next time you go to Hollywood Highland, you could go to Dave and Buster's. Like that. <laughs> That's and what the after party was. It was funny. I was talking to Phil Lord as we were walking out of the governor's uh, ball. And on the elevator up there is Dave and Buster's on the elevator door. Yeah. And he was like, I just wish one year I'm going to come and they're going to be like, go to Dave and Buster's and we're just going to ransack the place. <laughs> and I was like, let's go. We've got fun. So um, moving on to Academy Awards 2023, Jazz and I are starting Michelle Yeoh's campaign. Well, technically we started it last week, but yep. everything, everywhere, all at once. We will I endeavor still to have not it, seen it every week. Oh, it's incredibly special. Yep. Every week we are going to say Michelle Yeoh's name because she is long overdue for this recognition. So, but there we'll you give go. you one day off yeah. before we say. start talking Oscars again. Hey, we got <laughs> Emmys now. It's Emmy time. Ooh. So we'll be wow. back with this podcast in the coming weeks with television. Remember TV? It's I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the Emmy pool right. That's that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh, what a burn! Yeah, that's what, what I'm burn. gonna do. I'm going exactly, for it. exactly. Well, well, actually, we got Grammys next. Technically, that is, this is true. <laughs> this is true. We do have Grammys first. Oh. So shout out to our music team. Plenty of coverage to be had at Variety.com. Uh, but on that note, I think I think uh, Clayton needs to go take a nap, and the rest of us will. Uh, say our farewells but uh well we did it another oscar season in the books that's my fam this is the coda to this year's ah, oscar oh, season. feel good <laughs> good god man and uh I, I know we're not doing this next week but technically clayton and i could do it because we'll be on the same island in, in hawaii all right do it do the hawaii version yeah. the hawaii edition <laughs> well, have, have a great time uh, off everyone and we'll see you again soon thanks jazz thanks janelle Bye. thanks clayton see you soon and that's it for this edition of variety's award circuit podcast drew griffith edited this episode and michael schneider is the producer be sure to subscribe to the award circuit podcast on apple Podcasts, stitcher or wherever you download podcasts also, head on over to Variety.com and click on the Award Circuit tab to find the latest Emmy predictions now in key races, as well as your daily fix of news, analysis, and reviews. For Jazz Tanke, Janelle Riley, and Clayton Davis, I'm Michael Schneider. We're off for a few weeks to recover from the Oscar race, but stay tuned as we return in April and turn our attention full-time back to TV and what promises to be a competitive Emmy race. Until then, we'll see you on the circuit. Oh,